In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So during the sermon this morning, ushers and acolytes will be lighting the candles that you received on your way into church. And we will keep them lighted until the offertory as possible. That candle, along with ones you may have brought with you from home to be blessed today, is our sermon. These candles signify the light of Christ. Symbols, images, metaphors, rituals, sacraments. These are the language of mystery. Language that speaks not only to our minds, but also to our hearts and bodies and souls. We put words often in church around mystery, or try to. Though the candle is your sermon, you likely expect to hear some words in these next few moments anyway, so I will offer some. But as I do, I hope you will listen to the light. Pay attention to the candle you're holding. Pay attention to the way the flame grows and warms and dances. Pay attention to what it illumines for you. Your hand, your leaflet, the face of the person next to you and watch the light spread among us. It's a wonder, isn't it? It's beautiful. Notice also all the other candles in our worship this morning. There are the candles lining the aisle and the torches that accompanied the gospel just a moment ago. There are also the torches that our acolytes carried in our opening procession, leading and lighting the way in. And those torches will lead us back out into the world to continue our service there. If you look around, you also see votive candles over here, candles that we light in offering candles that we light to offer to lift up prayers, intentions, thanksgivings, remembrances. You see the altar candles and this glorious Paschal candle, the Easter candle that we blessed and first lighted in the wee dark hours of Easter morning from a huge bonfire, the fire, the new fire of Easter. And then from that one light, we pass the light from person to person and carried it and followed it into this very dark church. For those of us accustomed to being able to conjure a flood of light with a simple flip of a switch, that may be the closest we come to appreciating the role that candles played 
in earlier times in church, before electricity. Without them, you couldn't see your way around or into the dark church. You couldn't see the way around the altar, which could make for some pretty big messes. You couldn't see the gospel to read it. Without the warmth of some kind of flame, in many parts of the world, you likely would have been cold. Still, though much time has passed and we have the convenience of electricity and other forms of light, we do know darkness, don't we? We still know what it is to not be able to see or understand. We still know what it is to not be able to see a way forward or a way out. We still know the perils and dangers of the night and the longing for light, for warmth, for new life. We still need light. We need the light of Christ as much as ever. So we use candles to this day. They help us remember and embody the light of Christ and the story of the light of Christ. We use candles throughout the year, in fact, to embody and tell the story of the light of Christ. As the church year tells that story, it begins in the cold of winter, in the deep blue darkness of Advent. As we wait in the dark and the cold for the coming of Christ, we keep vigil with an Advent wreath, lighting first one candle, then two, then three, then four, as we draw closer and closer to Christmas. And then, lo and behold, a light shines in the darkness. On a dark, silent, and holy night, Christ the Savior is born. Son of God, love's pure light, radiant, beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. That's from the Christmas carol, Silent Night, of course, which we sing on Christmas Eve as we light candles again in celebration of the eternal light of God becoming incarnate in Jesus Christ and dwelling and growing among us. Twelve days later, we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany and we remember three kings of the Orient guided by a star of wonder, star of light, come to the perfect light, the Christ child, and they offer him gifts. As the prophets foretold that nations would stream to this light. But then the holidays are really over, long and gone, and winter lingers, and the long year of January carries on and on. And just then, 
when our Christmas candles have burned to a stub and spring is as impatient as we are for its arrival, we pull out new candles for blessing, following a medieval tradition of blessing candles. And we watch them grow. We watch the light grow again from one small frame, flame. Why? On this day, 40 days after Christmas? Because that is the feast of the presentation, when Jesus' parents presented this 40-day-old child at the temple, as was the Jewish custom. And a righteous and devout old man named Simeon who had been waiting and praying and keeping vigil for the consolation of Israel He saw the light in this child Jesus, and he praised him and blessed him, calling him a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. That is why we bless and light candles today on the Feast of the Presentation, or Candlemas. The story continues through the church year, of course, through the dry desert of Lent and the dark, dark desolation of Good Friday and Holy Saturday, when the light of Christ appeared to be snuffed out, and with it, all the candles in the church. But then, Alleluia! Christ is risen! The light rises and shines again three days later. Not even death can put it out. That is the light of Christ. That light that shines into darkness again and again and accompanies us and comforts and leads us through the night. That same light of Christ is in your hand and in you, and in your neighbor. That light is in us, and it is in others, and it is for others. The light of Christ is for the world. By the light of Christ, we see God's love for the whole world. And that light of Christ that is in us The light of Christ that we bear in us is also for the world. We spread it abroad. We let the light of Christ shine through us, through our good works, our service, our small and great acts of kindness, our fierce and persistent faith and hope and love. And we spread Christ light for the world by looking for and blessing the light that we see in others, as Simeon does in the infant Jesus. And we spread the light of Christ by giving it away. The mystery of candlelight is that we can give it away, and it grows. Amen.